Okay, now we speaking about uh, business evolution. Most business cultures follow a rather predictable path as the business progresses and grows. In addition to the business culture, the role of a business leader must also develop or the business gets stuck. Sometimes the founder adjusts his style or its partners who have the skills the company needs. Other times the business stalls or fails. Throughout the life cycle of a business, the culture and leadership requirements of a company need to continue to develop. Now to speak to us about this, as we said, we're speaking to businessman and best-selling author, Brother Ahmed Sirat. Brother Ahmed, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to Radio Islam. Jazakallah so much for your time. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mulana. How are you this fine morning? Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Doing very well. And we hope the same for yourself. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. It's a bit uh, nice and cool weather in Durban after some time. But alhamdulillah, all right. Okay, nice and cool in Durban. Yeah, it's Choburg. Uh, it started off this morning, very bright and sunny. We don't know what's the rest of the day going to be out fast, but hopefully it'll be cool as well. No, inshallah. Allah Park, uh, puts us to, you know, uh, the weather that we experience mm. is for us to adjust. Just yeah. like how the weather evolves from day to day, so does businesses evolve from day to day. Mm-hmm. And as you said in your intro, business evolution refers to the changes and developments in how the business operates and competes over time. And, you know, you can take the little sense of evolution or you can take them. And if you look at how businesses have changed, it's just like how weather patterns have changed. Mm-hmm. So, 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 you know, starting off, Brother Ahmed, maybe you can tell us more about the importance of business evolution. Gee, business evolves over time, and uh, what we find what we find is that many businesses have a predetermined role, it a uh, predetermined path, and they say the the founders or the patriarchs in the business they decide the direction of the business. However, due to changing times, just like how our weather patterns are changing, we need to take into factors which are political, economic, economically social factors, technological factors, environmental factors, as well as legal factors. But where we are presently, from a political perspective in South Africa, we are at a major major crossroads, and whether our business is adapting to the present political landscape, whether we are able to adapt or we're not able to adapt, because the current political scenario, political landscape in South Africa is creating, uh, you know, business leaders have to make... uh, painstaking changes and they have to make painstaking decisions and these decisions will impact on the way the business the path of the business if you look at the economic aspect south africa just has has been relisted on friday what's going to happen on the on well most uh, uh, traders and uh, business people are importers the impact of that on the ran on the foreign exchange so what's going to happen is that how do we position ourselves? How does business leaders position themselves going forward? As well as we got chat GTP, how do we? How does it affect our business? So these are the things that we need to look into our business, our path, our direction of our businesses. Presently, it's we all know our Rosie is guaranteed, but we also have to make the effort. We cannot sit back and say we'll wait for the customers to come to us. We'll wait for this. We'll wait for that. But we know with all the excuses, but what we know is that we have to tie our camel as well. So, inshallah, if we start taking cognizance of what's happening around us, the impact, the political impact, the grey listing, ESCOM power, the the high unemployment rate, the, the impact of chat GTP, the weather changes, 
and the scenarios of, uh, of, of legal constraints of how to trade legally, ethically, and morally. These are impacts of where people need to understand of how to path their way, how to, path, how to change their path so that they make correct decision-making. Earlier you were talking about, you know, about going to the toilet and there's no toilet paper and just a core there. So, you know, it tells you how people need to change their mindset. Mm-hmm. to know what's mm-hmm. happening about them. One of the most important things that we're finding among people, among, uh, among our people that, uh, um, amongst our audience and constituency, is that there's, no, there's a lack of situational awareness. There's a lack of what's happening around us. All they're interested in, no, it will happen, we'll take care of it. But mm-hmm. why must we wait for it to happen? Let's tie our camel, let's look at things that, you know, we can, we can make those changes that are affecting us and make ourselves comfortable. One of the most important things I've learned over the years when it comes to business and the way businesses operate is that we must go back to the Quran. And in the Quran, he tells us we mm-hmm. want good in this world for the year after. Mm-hmm. If you want good in this world, we must trade good, we must be well. So when these obstacles come in our way, we must do good for us for, for this world as well as the year after. Most definitely, Jay. Thank you, Brother Ahmad, indeed, uh, very pertinent uh, points that you raise, especially about the current uh, climate that businesses have to operate in. Uh, Brother, maybe you could tell us, what is a typical business lifestyle, uh, life cycle? The, the typical business life cycle, you know, it starts through the different uh, age, uh, you know, through the different generations. You'll have the, you know, the first generation that will start the business. Thereafter, it goes into the second generation and thereafter the third generation. But what we found that as you read uh, more and more into into this, you find that people have changed for, mot- for motives. You'll find that the first person, which is the founder from a business, uh, you know, uh, I come from a a family business uh, preservation of wealth background. And we find that the founder, he will, you know, he will start the business and and he starts the business for security, for a need. And as the business changes into the second generation, the business develops. The second generation is all about building the business. And what they do is that they look at developing new ideas, new thought, new products, whatever. But the founder will always hold steadfast and guide the second generation. And from that, you get the third generation and fourth generation that will start looking at mainly the operations and the sales. Then we come back, we find that the founder and the second generation of business, as business evolves, they, and their focus is on the administration of the business. And once they look at that, and when they look at the administration of the business, what happens is that it creates comfort and security. So presently where we are in South Africa, we are in the comfort and security zone because many businesses in South Africa are moving from the third generation to the fourth generation or from the second generation to the third generation. And at this point, at this juncture, we're finding that many have become very comfortable complacent and they feel that you know what the, my father built a business i'm in this position my grandfather is there they become com- complacent but what they need to look at they need to become situational aware of what's happening around them this is not this is one of the the, the down points which we find that the current generation of people that are that, that are coming to the business where the business are evolving into the third and fourth generation, they are not looking at the situational awareness of what's happening around them. And this is where many family businesses are not evolving either into the third generation or fourth generation in a methodical way. So what we're finding is that 
they think that whatever happened in the past will happen again. But hmm. if you look at major changes in South Africa, if you look at in the Rubicon speech in August 1986, you look at the the budget speech on um, last Wednesday, and you can you can you can see there's a lot of similarities in a different manner, right? Hmm. And the similarities in a different manner is that you know it was very blasé. We are going to be grey listed. So what's there? We'll sort it out. Right? Mm-hmm. In the Rubicon speech in 86, the president at that time, what he said, it's not going to happen. So basically, if you look at these two points and if you look at what's happening in our society, we need to be situational aware. We should be taking cognizance of the fact that how are we going to evolve? How are we as business people? How are we as entrepreneurs? How are we as technical tech- Technocrats, technical people that have the the technical ability to change things, leadership. We need to look at where we are presently and what we are going to take out of this to change the the trajectory of our businesses, of our stations, of our media, whatever it, whatever business we are in. How are we going to change this to our best benefit? Our best benefit means making ourselves the first thing that we need to do is see to our needs and make ourselves comfortable, and then to see around us. We must not be selfish to ourselves. We need to look after ourselves first and thereafter our our family and community. So what's happening in South Africa at the moment, people need to ask themselves deep questions. Where are we? What are we doing? Where is the political climate? What's going to happen to us? Is our business going to evolve into the next generation? Is our business going to be around for the next year? The impact of load shedding. These are the things that are affecting business evolution at this time. Right. Also, mm. the political landscape. What is happening? What What's happened in Johannesburg? What is happening in uh, Pretoria? You're talking of no confidence votes. So, how's the political landscape affecting us in our businesses? That is something that we need to look at quite deeply. And when we introspect, we must always think that we want good in this world and in the year after. We must not say it's only for for this world or it's for the year after. We Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has directed us. Whatever we do, we must do good for this world any year after. So this is something very important when it comes to how your business uh, evolves. And you find that as business moves on, in the first stage you have those that started the business, they have become, you know, the generals. It's our business. And thereafter you get the generals that come on, which is the second generation. The third generation is very critical. Hmm. These are people need to be to be groomed into guardians of business. Right? Mm. Because they are not going to go back as when the patriarch started the business. They are not going to take the broom and start sweeping. They need to be, they need to be groomed into grooming the business, into, 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 into being a guardian of the business, seeing how business processes occur, how, you know, how you develop systems, example. That's what we talk about business evolution. Mm. So the mindset thinking needs to change to where we are presently. Okay, that's really interesting. Maybe you can take us finally, you know, as a final question, what can you? What are some of the benefits of business evolution? You know, business evolution, you find that the most important thing is soul searching, mm-hmm. right? Where you are right now. And if you're able to soul search in your business and see where you are going and what's your need. And the most important thing is asking yourself, are you adding value to yourself, to your family, to your community, to your, country, to, your, to your town, to your city at large? And what we find is that 
throughout throughout the various stages of business evolution, family businesses have faced numerous challenges, including succession planning, maintaining family harmony, balance you know balancing family dynamics. This is something very important. Family dynamics and business operations is one of the major challenges. So we are saying that your business will evolve how you manage your family dynamics, your business uh, operations, right? Mm-hmm. And the canoeing of the of your canoe on these rivers. And what we found is that those that are able to manage family dynamics and business operations, right? They are able to have successful trajectories because mm-hmm. they understand the family vision, the family a value system, which is very important. One of the most important things about a family business evolution is got to do with the values and the value system. It, if your family has a good grounding, has a good values, and this is something where many people are taking for granted. They're taking for granted. They say, no, we from a certain community or we from a certain town, we think in a certain way. Uh, it's natural for the children to understand. But what we're finding is that those families that sit, the patriarch that sit his sons down, whether it's the first generation, second generation, or his third generation, or his grandchildren, and explains to them, and better, whatever term they use, listen, we are so-and-so. We come from, our value system is X, Y, and Z. We perform namaz in certain way. At least we perform namaz five times a day. This is how we do it. This is what we do in Ramadan. This is what we do. This is how, this is the value. This is how we treat people. The most important thing is the treatment of people. How you are doing X, Y, and Z is not good. We are Muslims first. We, we you know, mm. it's not according to Rasulullah how he taught us. You know, having these conversations internally in the family is very important. Because what we find is that families presently, over the past 10 to 15 years, have left it to the ustads in the madrasas, have left it to the teachers, left it to the bayans, left it to the program, youth programs, etc. For what we found is that it's a 5 minute, 10 minute, or 20 minutes. Uh, talk or half an hour talk, but have that one-on-one with your children. Have that one-on-one with your son, with your daughter, and talk to him about deep things. This is what kids want. When we speak to kids, they say, my dad has time for other things, but he doesn't have time for us. What do you want to know? He say, what you are telling me, I want my father to have that interaction with me. Because when I speak to my father, he's not interested in, you know, he thinks I went to university, I know it all. But we need the small connection with my father. At least my father knows who we are, what we do. So my father can understand us. It's not that he's giving us uh, the latest cell phone, the latest car, but the latest crazies. One son, he spoke about, uh, you know, when I spoke to the father and I told him about, uh, about a certain motor vehicle, he said the latest craze is uh, Audi RS3. He said, you know, we need to understand something it's not about the materialistic things in life, mm-hmm. right? Children out there, they want the basic love, harmony, they want recognition, they want a hug. Mm. Things which many parents are not giving the, the kids. A simple thing like, your, like a hug. And these are the things impacts major decisions in the family business, right? Mm. We take it for granted. We take a hug for granted. We take a handshake for granted. These are some things which children want which parents want it goes both ways sometime a parent or a grandparent requires somebody to come over 
they require the sun or the grandchildren just to make salam with them. Right? Because they need to say that, you know, we are here as well. They need a hug. They need a, you know, just to be in the connection is important. And this is why we find that the human element is getting lost in entrepreneurship in South Africa. Right? But it's not getting lost in entrepreneurship in other Asian uh, econo- uh, in other a- Asian uh, this um, economic, mm. uh, you know, where people are there of Asian origin in different countries. Mm. This is not there. But it's become a South African thing where we find that there's a lot of resentment between age groups. Mm. And mm. for us to move, for us, for our businesses to evolve into the next generation, we, re- we need to reconnect with our immediate family. And this connection is very important. Most certainly it is. Brother Ahmed, so much for your time. It is very, very, very fascinating listening to you and the wonderful advice that you've given, you know, with regards to business evolution. But you haven't only touched on that. You've touched on many life uh, changes that we need to make. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq that we can bring these changes into our life. Jazakallah, uh, so much for your time. And hopefully we will get to speak again. Inshallah, I mean, Jazakallah as well.